fashion insider friends what is up this is the fashion crimes podcast where i cover all things fashion style shopping style inspiration and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better yes i'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40 and i mean way after 40 Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. What's up, everybody? This is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and as always... The only Holly you need to know, let's be honest, okay? If you've got any other Hollies in your world, it's time to cut the fat. Because as you know, I don't like it when you have other people in your life named Holly. I don't like that. I got to be the only one. I got to be the best. Speaking of the best, have you guys been listening? We just did our 2023 Grammy report with our lady about town, Mr. Nolan. And let me tell you, that was a hard Bronco to saddle, but we got him. We got the Grammy report. If you did not listen to that, please go back to last week's episode, which is episode 130, and listen to the 2023 Red Carpet Fashion Report by me, of course, your favorite Holly and Nolan. Also, if you have not signed up for our email list, that would be our Fashion Insider Bestie list, please go to the Fashion Crimes Podcast website, drop your name into the pop-up box and your email. You will get all this fashion content delivered straight to your inbox every single week. Don't know how your day can get any better. I don't know how my day can get any better because with us today, we have a BFD alert, shoe designer extraordinaire, mom of six. Oh, yeah. I'll say that again. Mom of six. Welcome, Ashley Cole, to the show. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, fabulous. So just a quick background story. Michelle Erickson, who is my bestie, over 50 and blessed, introduced me to you because last season at Fashion Week, you had a presentation. So, do an intro. Tell us all about you. Cecilia New York is your shoe line. I'm so excited. I just told a client to go on your website and buy some shoes, by the way. So hit it. Okay. So yes, Cecilia New York is my brand, my line. Um, Cecilia is also my first daughter. I had two boys and I thought I was just going to be a boy mom forever. And I have six sisters. So that was like, oh, okay. And I have my daughter and I'm like, I finally have a girl. So I'm going to name my line at the time I was launching my company after her. Um, since then, I've had three more girls. So um, wow. I have two boys and then I have four girls and they have been along for a journey, a ride. And I try to bring them into this as much as I can when the samples come, when the fits are here, anything that I can involve my family in, I do. And I try to teach them um, all about anything I can. They probably get sick of hearing about Facebook marketing ads and all the designs I'm doing and the color palettes, but I want them to be along and be part of this. So yeah, we started really ramping things up about six years ago, launched the company when my daughter was born. She's 10 now. We are now in um, Nordstrom. You can find us Anthropology. 
Neiman Marcus, lots of specialty stores in the US and Canada. And of course, our website, um, SicilianNewYork.com. It's been a really great experience. I am from a very entrepreneurial family. It's just in my blood. There's going to be something I'm going to be busy doing. So I love channeling my energy into creating something, but I love also the whole process of running a business. I mean, first of all, Ashley is being very humble. Um, when she says her, she comes from an entrepreneurial family. So go ahead and drop that bomb on us. Yeah. So when I was growing up, my dad did made several airlines. He launched several airlines. When I was a senior in high school, I moved to the New York city area for him to found JetBlue. So JetBlue Airways was a big part of everything my family did, including my first real job. And I was so lucky they let me pioneer the efforts of making JetBlue fashion forward airlines. So I got to work with Stan Herman on the really amazing um, uniforms, who at the time was the president of the CFDA, the um, Fashion Designers of America. It was a blast. It was so much fun. But rather than staying in the airline industry, I wanted to go off and do my own thing. But yeah, it was great to sit around, you know, the dinner table and learn. And also my my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, everyone pretty much does their own business in my family. It's just, it's, it's a sickness. (laughs) Well, I think your story is so interesting because when I met you in person, first of all, you're so nice and you're so approachable. And for you to come from such an entrepreneurial background and a famous background and having your parents and your grandparents are famous and you're famous, obviously. So I was like, I'd love to interview you. You're like, um, okay. Like you're just really so sweet. And I want to talk about, you have no design training. Is that true? No fashion background? Well, so I went to the Fashion Institute of Technology. Oh, and you did? I, okay, great. Did. And, but my major was, so I, I have ADD and it has just always been, I have to be really engaged and I have mm-hmm. to, if I can hyper-focus on something, I feel like I can make anything happen. But if I'm not interested, it's like a real problem. So I wanted to find a place where I could do business and fashion because fashion is such a passion of mine, but I knew I love business. So I did some electives in design, but it was not my major. My major was a business major. Right. Cause I, you were wanted to be on the business side, not yeah. the design side. And I tried to hire different designers for a long time and I would just, you know, draw over everything and no one could really get what I wanted. And a good friend of mine who actually has um, his own line now, he said, I remember in high school, we'd all be doing math problems. And I thought you'd be sketching dresses on your notepad. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, I always loved it. I wasn't trained to do all those things, but I worked with amazing people, so many different people I have brought in. And I worked for Dan von Furstenberg. I worked with Georgia Armani. Like I had a lot of great mentors and experience. So I love that. So speak to the Cecilia customer, your product and your price point. The Cecilia customer, the heart of my woman, my girl is she doesn't mind getting noticed. She likes a little something special, a little different, but it needs to be wearable. I mean, I'm a mom of six. I'm chasing my kids, right? Like it needs to be functional, but also a little something special. Um, you know, usually our target is about early mid thirties up to whoever wants a little more style in their life. There's not really a cap at that. I mean, 
my mom's in her sixties and she wears my shoes every day and she sends me her outfits every day and she just rocks them. So I love it. And, um, the price point is we start always trying to bring that price point down, but I cannot compromise on quality. It's just, I can't do it. So I like the lowest price point right now is $169. And I, you, I wish I could help people understand what that shoe would cost at another brand. Like we, the, best leathers. We bring in leathers from Italy. We're in the same factories Prada is in. We really work so hard on quality and comfort and try to also give a price that is really attainable. It's a personal stylist. It's so hard for people who don't understand why things cost what they cost, because you look at a piece of furniture and it's priced that way for a reason, the craftsmanship, but it's people like you who are personable, you care about the customer, you want them to get the most bang for their buck, and you produce in small batches. There's such a huge sustainability movement now where the customer's really demanding to know what factory it's made in, how it's made, and you're so transparent about that. Can you talk to us about your concern for sustainability and how you stay relevant to that? Yeah. So, I mean, we spend a lot of time in our factories and also there's a lot of very strict tests that we do on our products to make sure with all the chemicals out there and everything that we pass with flying colors on things that we don't even have to. In addition to that, I've been working on a few pieces that's turning into a whole line, actually, that's all made from recycled materials that is so comfortable, that's washable, but it's like really cute, you know, really trying to continue down that path. Cause I know it is so important. We want durability, but we want to know we are not hurting our earth by wearing something beautiful. So, and also treating the people, right? Like the people in our factories, they're happy, they're good people and they love their jobs. And we try to treat them really well. We go, we visit, we spend time with them and we really want to make sure the people are treated well too. Do you speak Italian? No, I wish my whole family speaks Portuguese, but me, I'm actually a Brazilian citizen. Oh, you are. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, just by birth. My father was born in Brazil. His dad was a journalist, a foreign correspondent there. Wow. Um, And he lived there until he was seven and then went back on a, on church mission. And everyone knows about JetBlue, but he actually, since JetBlue started a airline called Azul and Azul is bigger than JetBlue. It's in South America and it's wow. based in Apollo, Brazil. And then he just launched a um, year and a half ago, Breeze, Breeze Airways, which I don't know if you've heard about. It's I have. pretty busy in the, in the North and the Northeast and the Southeast. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, so you fly free for life. You never pay for airline tickets. Good for it's you. It's hard to ever have to pay for an airline ticket, but I'm pushing really hard to get him to go to Hawaii. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, So, okay, your factories are amazing. You travel all the time. You source the best. Tell us about your first shoe. I love the shoe with the begonia. Those are my favorites. But tell us about your first shoe and how your line has developed. Okay, so I I think back about this first small collection. Like when I say a collection, it can be a whole thing. But this group in this collection of laser-cut shoes. And I was so sick and pregnant. I, with my fourth child and I had, it was all over my bedroom floor, all the sketches 
And I just look at them every day and be like, I just got to do it. And I literally would crawl out of bed and work on these sketches. And I just thought if this becomes anything, I will be amazed. Like this is one of my first and I'm so sick and it's still one of my favorites. It was in so many magazines. It was our first crack at anthropology took us in. Um, I still know people that wear those shoes are like, I don't know, eight years old. And it just, they're these beautiful laser cut. I did a two piece pointed toe flat, this gorgeous two piece heel, a pump, and it is still means so much to me. I got to bring those back actually. And then the flower, the famous hibiscus came a few years Oh, I said begonia. Sorry. It's a hibiscus. Sorry about that. We put it on so many things. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to put it on a bit. Now I'm going to put it on a flat because it, people would love it. I love it. So she does these really cute sandals they're black heel and then they have a giant hibiscus flower and they're all in different colors then you do other ones the iridescent I think it's called the Anna shoe I'm not sure yes and those I'm gonna have get those then the boots she's doing fringe boots she's doing these flats that have scarves that tie up your ankle get those so Lucite Crystal Hill. It's really fun. You can wear those a few different ways. Like it's just so ingrained in me, like build a better mousetrap. Then as much as that just means offer more, offer more. Can you wear this a different way? How comfortable is it? Sustainability factors, price factor, just every single way, you know, give more to the customer. Like how can they fall in love with this more? I have a question for you. Speaking of styling, can you tell us, are you filling a gap in the market? Are you following shoe trends? Where does your inspiration for design come from? You know, we really try to be like compete with those really high end luxury at a lower price point. That's like my goal is to say, look, you might want all, you know, Valentino and Gucci and Cecilia in your closet because it is the same materials. It's the same quality. It's the same of all these things, but And the styling is just as good. So I really try to give those people that really love something really special and beautiful, but they can have that at a lower price. So that's my goal. Um, So many things in our price point don't have the styling. Therefore, maybe a little more just trend, not something you could keep wearing. Our stuff definitely has a trend aspect to it, but I hope that it would be worn, be able to be worn for more than just a season. I would too. And some people, they love bags. They love shoes. They love jewelry. I have a shoe problem. (laughs) I have a shoe problem and you're not helping. I just want to say that. Um, But I do want to, you know, Michelle over 50 and blessed on Instagram. I love her. She's one of my besties. She is so loyal to your brand and she does such a good job on really their shoes are for any age. They're not for someone super young or super old or right in the middle. Can you speak to women, you know, because people that I style, they go, I can't wear high heels. I can't do this. I can't do that. Can you speak to the comfort and the technology of your shoes? For sure. For sure. So our boots, like if you want a comfortable shoe, like of course the boots right away, right away. But that block heel you're talking about the hibiscus people who tell me they don't wear heels, wear the hibiscus heel. It has this really great shape, the way it's shaped, it kind of angles a little bit to give extra support. And it's 
so comfortable. And then just having more straps and you can wrap that around your leg. It can hold you together even more. And it just feels good on the foot. So I really have to have things that are comfortable as well as they look good. It's just important because I want people to wear the shoes. These aren't one-time event shoes, even though they might look like it. There's nothing I love more than seeing a girl wearing boyfriend jeans and a cute little top and the hibiscus shoe out at brunch. Like this is not a wedding shoe only. Like, yeah, you could wear it to a wedding and you could wear it with jeans. And it's just all about personal style. And I, I love that people can span that whole gamut. And these shoes I keep talking about, they are backed with wire. So you can make the flower a little more exciting, tone it down a little bit more, but I, I love like a really fun shoe and styling an outfit and you can just play everything else down. It's okay to have a uniform in my idea. Like my uniform is in the winter, I'm always cold, a black turtleneck, either, you know, whatever pants I'm wearing right now, it's like, love these like silk cargo pants. And then a great shoe, a great boot. It just looks like you really tried. Like if yeah. you just put some like really great shoes, your fun earrings, then it's okay to have your uniform some days. Of course, we all want to layer and look great. Sometimes we just got to go and we got to look good. I can only imagine as someone, I have a stepson, I'm stepmom's club. I had no babies. So I cannot imagine as thin as you are stretched we're not even on the same planet. So what I'm a new experience for me, having a yeah. high schooler and a two-year-old and everybody in between. Oh my God. So you want to look cute, you know, duh, 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 whatever shoe done. Great. For people that don't have the fashion gene, I always preach, look, it can be learned like anything else, because I think a lot of women they're good at so many things. They're good at their job. They're good at motherhood. They're good at this. They're that. They're analytical, whatever they do. But fashion just isn't one of the things that they're good at. Can you give us or give our listeners some advice on if you're stuck, if you're hate, if you hate to shop, coming from someone like you, and it's not just about shoes, it can be about clothes too. Yeah. Speak to because I'm sure you have friends like that. Oh, what yeah. do you tell people who ask you about that? Well, I mean, I'm like that too in in certain areas of my life. Like I, I we just remodeled our home, and I don't know why I could put an outfit together any you know minute of the day, but doing a room just kind of made me itch. Like, oh, just so many pieces, <laughs> and it has to stay there. I can't change it tomorrow, and just so many layers. I forced myself, and now I like it. Like it was a lot of work. And yeah, I don't love it as much as putting together clothes, but it's like, it doesn't like bother me. And I, I love expressing some style in it. So taking that back to clothes, I totally believe you can learn it. I remember laying in bed, like in college, as much as I loved it, I would force myself to look what was hanging next to each other. And how could I put that together as an outfit? Like that green shirt and those pants, how could I tie that together? And I just think it all comes back to personal style. If you show who you are, your personal style with confidence, other people just like, Oh, okay. They just fall in line with you. I but agree with you. It's just, it's all about confidence. And to me, that's not about wearing a bunch of logos. Um, yeah, a tasteful thing here or there, but logos from head to toe on every piece to me, that's not style that's marketing for somebody. For else. You. I agree with that. Good. That's very interesting point of view. How can you speak to someone like you, you had kids, 
late in life where you had a lot of children, maybe your body didn't snap back. How can you coach someone like that? There's always little tricks. I love black. (laughs) I love, you know, layering. Layering makes everything look better. I feel like if I could just put a cute like faux fur vest over something and a scarf, it just makes me feel like, you know, I don't need a suck in today. I'm good. I'm good. I eat that burger and it's fine. I just think it's so hard if you had a hard time getting pregnant, if you had your kids late in life, if you were sick to death, you're like, why am I doing this? And then the baby comes and and maybe you don't feel so good afterwards, or it takes you a while. How do you get out of that whole fashion? I just think, you know what? You don't have, you don't have to bounce back right away. Right, right, right. Look at you got this baby here. You know, my mom used to always be like, you know what? Mothers are mothers and that's a different, that's a different body. And that's, that's, that's great. It's beautiful. And it's just, yeah, if it makes you feel more comfortable for me, I put a vest over it, a shirt that's a little more fitted. I put a scarf, I wear a jacket, you know, in the summer, maybe it's like a really cute, like flowy dress. That's not super fitted, but you don't have to over stress about it. Wear some gray shoes and they'll like look down at your feet more. Uh, right. <laughs> amen, honey. Amen. But just like, you know, you're wearing a a blazer, like we don't have to have everything perfectly fitted all the time. There's so many trends and so much style that comes from other pieces that kind of like give us a little bit of breathing room and make us more comfortable. I always say the longer you wait after pregnancy, the harder it is to get you back. It is. But for me, like there was always another baby coming. There was like I feel like I'm finally done and my baby's two and a half. And I like I worked out yesterday and I'm so sore. And it was like <laughs> it was like 15 minutes. I, I mean, look, honey, <laughs> it's never over. I always call it, I say fighting middle age. I work out, exercise a lot because I enjoy that. I'm a high energy person. But if for you, if you're not wired that way, it's harder to do that. I wish I was more wired that way, but I was visiting my grandparents this weekend. My grandpa just had hip surgery and I'm looking going, all right, not just for how I look, I need to get more healthy for my body because yeah, they're in their eighties, but I don't want this to happen to me in my seventies. It's like, if you can motivate yourself from within. So right away, I was there on the weekend, Monday morning, I'm like doing my workout. Like I need it. I need to get my heart healthy. I need to get my bone density healthy. I need to work these muscles because if it's just always about the outward appearance, like to me, it kind of like, I can just permit in and hunker down in my work and <laughs> not pay attention. Do people ask you for style advice all the time? Yeah. And you know, I love the most of the people see me wearing my shoes and they're like, Oh, that's how you wear them. That's so easy. I don't know why I saw that shoe and I thought I'd have to put all this crazy stuff together. And they're like, Oh, that's it. All you're doing, you wear a white sweater and some jeans and that looks so good. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, of course I could go all out or I could just be totally simple. And it's just like this aha moment. I feel like when people see me all the time, like, Oh, I, I saw that shoe on your Instagram and now I see how to wear it. And it's so much simpler than I thought, but people do ask me, I have friends going to events or, you know, a special birthday or anniversary dinner. And like, I get pictures and yeah, I mean, I just, first of all, be comfortable in what you're wearing Feel You know, you want to feel beautiful. You want to have that confidence because that's, if you are confident, people think that you look beautiful. First of all, I could not agree with you more. And you live in a very cold climate in Utah. Let's be honest. It's 12 feet of snow on the ground. I've been to Utah once. I've been to Park City. 
and they, the, you could not see the street signs yeah. because the snow was so high. This year they're buried. They're gone. <laughs> Good God. So for someone who lives in such a hard, cold climate, I think it is really easy to not try. Yeah, it's true. It's easy. When spring carp starts coming around, I'm like, oh, shoot, I got <laughs> intermittent fasting. Here I come. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's easy, but you are the shining beacon of light in your community because people like you, you're like, I am going to try. I yeah. am going to wear these cute shoes. Yeah, it's icy on the ground, but I want to look good. I care about me because your family as a mother, your family is looking at you. I always say, girls, we have a different conversation. Boys, we want them to not be animals at the table, have manners, but we want them to move out, get married and be someone else's problem. We do not <laughs> want them living in our basement. Okay. Girls, again, it's a different story, but when you show and command the respect by the way you look and by what you wear matters, not every day is a home run. I think it's such an important message to your family because then they want to follow suit. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I have an aunt who, she talks a lot about this on her social media. She says, put your armor on ladies, put your armor on, put whatever that is. If it's your lipstick, if it's like, you know, it's a great pair of shoes, like go out there and pick your head up and, you know, do the day and show you got, you know, you got it together. And that's putting a little bit of armor on when you just sometimes don't feel like it. you just kind of want to wear your hoodie and mm-hmm. pull your hair back, but you do, you feel better when you get dressed. And I've had a lot of friends say, Oh my gosh, I started going and getting ready for work in the morning, even though I work from home and I used to just like crawl into my pajamas and pull on something to make it look like I was working on a zoom call. And I feel more productive. I feel like I'm doing better work. I feel like I'm communicating better with people when I put together myself. I commend you for that, for being so busy. And then everyone's pulling at you and then you're running the successful business. And for 10 years, by the way, do you guys do any community work? Do you give back? Tell us a little bit about that. I do. We give shoes to different organizations for women, like, you know, that are trying to go out to the job force or, Love it. you know, there's an organization about women coming out of prison. Um, we donate to different things like that. We also donate to sex trafficking organizations. Um, we've done certain days of cell where all of our cells um, have gone to some of these Oh, you are different organizations. Really? Yeah. We're a women-based company. We do have some amazing men in our company, but we have quite a few moms, you know, doing their thing and really want to support them and, you know, all others out there that are just trying to do it all. Look, I have made my mantra at the Fashion Crimes podcast this year is supporting women-owned small fashion brands that are changing the industry for the better. So I would love to congratulate you on changing the fashion industry for the better. You care about the customer. You care about the product. You want it to be good. You want someone coming out of prison to put on your shoes and feel like they're unstoppable. Someone, you know, that's looking for a job. And that's what we love here. Tell us again about your new project, what you're working on. So it's a sustainable line. It's so comfortable. It's it's darling. You can wash it, but sees the base shoe is this really cute loafer. Um, I, I can't tell you who we just had a really big retailer say they're picking up 
for yeah next year we're, we're it's a far way off but it's going to be you know bringing it all together it's a lot of work but yeah yesterday was a happy day but they're cute you know i try i saw all these other players in the market like this and we were actually doing private label for one of these big companies and i just thought you know what there's a better way to do this you could bring all these great aspects and bring it in together and have it something cute and fashionable but also be sustainable also be washable also be comfortable so yeah Look at you go. Look at you go. Look at what you've created. Look at what you're look what you've done. Look at how you're changing the world. It's very admirable. You certainly inspire me. I know you inspire others. So kudos to you. We are so grateful to know you and have you as a fashion insider bestie here at the Fashion Crimes Podcast. I want you to tell everyone how we can find you. So Cecilia New York's is C-E-C-E-L-I-A, then New York spelled out N-E-W-I-R-K. Instagram is that. Website is that. My Instagram is Ashley A-N Cole, Ashley A-N-C-O-L-E. So yeah, there's some different ways to find us popping up here and there on all different places and websites. We keep getting picked up by who, what, where. Um, so there's a, you'll keep seeing us, but hopefully look out for us. And your daughter... Is she like have an incredible shoe wardrobe? Is it like unhealthy? She does, but she. <laughs> I'm talking about Cecilia, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know. And when I say our, our customer starts at like in the 30s, that's kind of because you know that's when they have their job right. and they can spend right. a little more money. But she definitely does. She's kind of funny about it. She hasn't realized it's actually kind of cool to have a fashion <laughs> brand after her. Like she was pulling out. Um, I need a box for my Valentine's Day box the other day, and I grabbed her and she's like, oh. Mom, I don't know if I want to bring my name on it. Like she gets kind of embarrassed. I'm like, mm. she'll think it's cool one day. She'll figure it out. I mean, how fun to have a mom like you. I mean, wow. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful to know you. And are, are you coming? Yeah. It is fashion week, obviously this week. Are you coming back to fashion no, week? We are planning a big event for September. I was, we tried to pull it off this time. We have so much going on. We're like, we have all these markets going on at the same right. time. You know, we've got people in all different cities and September is always the best for us because it's not so cold. People come out. Oh, for sure. And will you do a presentation like you did before? Yeah, okay, yeah, great. Presentations. We will let you know. Okay. Let me know. Put me on the list. Duh. Sure. Um, I'll be there. We'll do some quick video. We'll reunite and maybe we'll have you back on if you would love to come back on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I want you to come back on during, you know, before your presentation, talk about false shoe trends and we will be following you. We will certainly be watching you and we will certainly be wearing Cecilia New York shoes. So check out Ashley, CeciliaNewYork.com. And I want everyone to know her shoes are incredible. When you buy your pair of shoes, make sure you email her and tell her you've heard about her on the Fashion Crimes Podcast. She yes. might throw you a bone. I can't confirm or deny that. If she's in a good oh. mood, she just might do it. So um, it depends how who annoys her that day. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much, Ashley, for joining us. And we will be watching and wearing. So... Please sign up for the Fashion Crimes Podcast 
newsletter, drop your name into the pop-up box and you'll get all this fashion information. And I know Ashley's got some really, really fabulous friends that she's going to let and introduce me to. They're going to be on the Fashion Crimes Podcast too. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Have a fabulous, fashionable week. Let us know what you want to hear about. Send us a DM. Send us an email or snail mail or a smoke signal, whatever you want to do. And we will might we just might give you a shout out on the next podcast have a great week everybody bye